Imagine yourself as a monarch butterfly. Munching away at the leaves of a milkweed plant, your idyllic summer day is the very epitome of freedom. And yet, deep inside yourself, something mysterious calls. Zoe? You find yourself driven by an inexplicable yearning to return to a place you've never been, Zoe. but which somehow is imbued with such significance that you can feel it tingling in your very DNA. Zoe, are you with us? I was looking at the butterflies. Are we looking at the butterflies right now? Is this science module? How long will it take them to get to Mexico after we let them go? Zoe, this is professional skills development module right now. You know that, right? Yes. And when you get to third grade, you're gonna have to know how to give a presentation in the right format. It's an automatic fail if you don't. Are you comfortable enough yet to do that in PowerPoint? I don't know. Well, do you think you want to rejoin the class and learn how? Okay. Okay. As I was saying, you can embed a video in your PPT. Every four generations, these astonishingly fragile creatures brave the nearly 3,000-mile journey back to the ancient family nesting grounds in the sacred Oyamil forests of central Mexico. Some will even return to the very tree their great-grandparents once called home. How they manage this feat is a total mystery to us. Zoe, are you listening? We tend to explain away this mystery by saying it's all just instinct, hardwired into the butterfly's genes. What to us is a genetic program might be to the butterfly something more like living music calling them home on a radio frequency only they can hear. Perhaps someday someone will find the right kind of metaphor to bridge the gap between the human experience and the monarchs, helping us all to better understand and stretch our vision into amazing, unfamiliar dimensions of this world. Perhaps that someone will even be a little girl. Maybe even you, Zoe. Zoe? Zoe! I don't know about you, but I used to daydream a lot when I was a kid. And everyone knows you don't get proficient in PowerPoint by the third grade by daydreaming. I'm Jonathan Mitchell, this is The Truth. And today's story is about a young girl with a rich imagination, surrounded by adults who just don't have the time. And now back to Zoe Butterfly. Time flows differently in the natural world. The monarch, for example, finds itself on a very specific clock, keeping to a schedule that reaches across generations. Zoe, will you come in here, please? The lifespan of a single butterfly is usually just a few short weeks. Not much of a life by our standards. But if we adapt ourselves to that. Yes, Dad? A very different Turn off your tablet, please. Okay. 
Okay. Watching another documentary? Yes. Did you finish your homework? No. Do you think you should finish your homework first? Yes. Mm, I do too. I had a Zoom call with your teacher this afternoon. You know what it's about? No. She says you're not paying attention in class. Is that right? Yes. Why? Zoe, can you tell me why? I don't know. She's concerned that you're falling behind your peers. I know that doesn't seem like a problem to you right now, but it's going to compound over time. Do you know what that means? Compound? Yes. What does it mean? It means get worse. That's correct. Look, it is great to have a good imagination, but it's also important for you to be able to focus when you need to focus, or the other kids are going to blow past you and you will be left behind. So please, limit the daydreaming, okay? Okay? Some experts suggest using the 555 rule. No more than five. It's October. Already quite late in the season. And whatever it is that's calling to these monarchs, they're clearly desperate to answer. Miss Heath? Yes, Zoe. Shouldn't we be releasing the butterflies soon? What are we doing right now, Zoe? I know, but... What are we doing right now? PowerPoint. That's right. So let's focus on PowerPoint. But, Miss Heath... What are we doing right now? PowerPoint. May I continue? As I was saying, the important thing is to manage your audience's expectations. If the butterflies aren't released soon, they won't be making it home. The impending winter will kill them all, and they seem to know it. If only Zoe had the words to express this. But unfortunately, her insights are maturing faster than her vocabulary. She knows she has to do something, but what can a little girl do? Whatever course of action she chooses, she'll have to do it alone. Mustering all her bravery, Zoe stealthily sneaks to the back of the classroom, opening the boxes and releasing the monarchs from their captivity. What did you do? Zoe! Just in time, she hopes. Hi, Zoe. My name is Barbara. Won't you sit down? Do you know why you're here? I'm in trouble. No. No, you're not in trouble. It's just that some of the people who care very much about you are concerned because of the way you've been behaving lately, and um, we just want to get to know what's going on inside you. Does that sound good? Does that sound okay? Okay. Good. All right, well, will you talk with me a little bit? Okay. Good. Well, you caused quite a scene in school the other day, didn't you? Why did you do that? 
I don't know. I think maybe you might know. We don't normally do things like that for no reason at all, so what do you think made you do it? The butterflies needed help. Oh, well, how do you know that? They told me. They talked to you? Yes. Wow. Well, what do they say? They don't talk with words. Well, how do they talk then? How do they communicate with you? With music. They talk with music? Yes. What does this music sound like? You want me to sing it for you? Yes, yes, I would like that very much, Zoe. Beautiful, that was lovely. Thank you, Zoe. Thank you for sharing that. What's wrong with her? Well, lots of kids have imaginary friends. Zoe has a stronger than usual attachment to animals and bugs. It's a substitute for her inability to make meaningful connections with people. Is that a dig at me? Why would that be a dig at you? Okay. Fine. So what do I do? Overall, how would you say your relationship is with Zoe? It's fine. I mean, she talks to insects more than she talks to her father, but, you know, what can you expect? It's fine. Uh-huh. Well, does this make you feel... Do you feel left out of these conversations with the insects? Does this make you feel jealous in any way? Certainly not. How do you bond with Zoe? What do you mean? Well, do you take an interest in her interests? Do you ask her how she's feeling? Of course. Sometimes. I mean, I... Of course I do. Zoe? Are you in your tent? Yes. May I come in? Okay. You know the difference between fantasy and reality, right? Yes. Butterflies don't talk. You know that, yes? Yes. Okay. Good. How are you feeling? Fine. Really? Yes. You're not sad? Because it's okay if you are. We... Will you tell me why you're sad? The butterflies are afraid. Why do you think that? They don't know if they'll get home in time. I see. Well, that's not really an issue. Butterflies can't be afraid. Yes, they can. They can't. Their brains are too small. So, you don't have to worry about that. That's not true. Okay. Um, it's kind of like Siri. You know, Siri seems very friendly, right? But she's not. She's actually just circuits and algorithms controlled by large corporations who are just trying to make money, right? We project a personality onto Siri so it's more comfortable for us to interact. It's the same with your butterflies. Whatever you think they're feeling, you're the one putting it on them, right? So there's no one there to feel sorry for. 
They're just self-replicating biological programs carrying out mindless evolutionary instructions. Okay? That make you feel better? Zoe? We'll find out what happens next in just a moment. But first, this episode of The Truth is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. As we begin to see the light at the end of the COVID tunnel, a lot of people are still feeling down. And you might not feel depressed or at a total loss, but if you're feeling a little bit off or your relationships are suffering, that could be a sign that you should talk to someone, and online therapy can help. BetterHelp is not a crisis line, it's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online. You fill out a questionnaire to help BetterHelp assess your needs and match you with your professional licensed therapist. And our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash the truth. That's betterhelp.com slash the truth. Everyone needs to escape sometimes. Enter Dipsy, an app for adults. Let yourself get lost in a world where good things happen and where your pleasure is the only priority. Dipsy is an audio app full of short, sexy stories designed to turn you on. Each Dipsy audio story features characters that feel like real people and immersive scenarios, so you feel like you're right there. This blanket's like the one we used when we had that group date with the picnic. I thought about curling up to you, sort of like this. I thought about sneaking into your tent that night, licking off the s'mores on your upper lip. <laughs> what? That's embarrassing. It was adorable. And I wanted to bring you here even before that. Well, I'm here now. They release new content every week, so there's always more to explore, no matter who you're into or what turns you on. And for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash truth. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash truth. Dipsystories.com slash truth. And now back to Zoe Butterfly. I'm recommending Zoe be removed from the program. On what grounds? These issues with her behavior are getting worse. And it's not just the inattentiveness, although you know that is an ongoing problem. It's the lack of motivation, the lethargy. She just isn't excited to learn. I'm sorry, isn't that your job to do something about it? I can appreciate how badly you want this for your daughter. I I really can. But try and understand my position. I'm readying these kids to step into a highly competitive and complex global marketplace. I just can't slow down my curriculum to try and get Zoe out of her shell. And I'm sorry about that. I don't accept that. You know, there's no shame at all in putting her in a special needs class. Human beings are an indisputably incredible species, but we're often blinded by our own success. We tend to measure nature according to our scale with predictably unfortunate consequences. 
Another documentary? Yes. Can I have the tablet, please? Okay. No more documentaries. Okay? Here, I want you to take this. What is it? It's an antidepressant. What's it for? It's to make you feel better. Why? Well, just... Please, just take it, okay? I don't want to. You need to take this, Zoe. Please. But I don't want to. I don't know what else to do, Zoe. Okay, I am trying to help. I'm trying to be here. I'm trying to listen to you. But you won't tell me what's wrong. You should be a happy kid. You have everything you need. But no matter what I do, it seems like... All right. Fine. Don't take it. You know what? Just... Just go to sleep. I'll talk to you in the morning. Dad? Yeah, Nothing. Human beings are alienated from the lives of our distant cousins and the broader animal family, whose inner worlds have become a total enigma to us. Yeah, try raising a daughter. But the situation may not be hopeless. Oh, no. The gift which makes us uniquely human and separates us from the rest of the biosphere also happens to be the very same power with which we can attempt a reconciliation. Our imagination. All right. <clears throat> I think that's enough of this. With imagination, we're able to carve a space out of ourselves to make room for the experience of another. Whether that other is a monarch butterfly or perhaps the child sleeping in the room right next to ours. Wait, what? Without it, we become encased in our own narrow perspective of the world. We forget other beings have their own needs, their own timelines, their own feelings. We expect the world to conform to our desires. What kind of documentary is this? We can even lose insight into ourselves. For instance, Zoe's father still hasn't realized how badly he wants his daughter's affection. What? It's only now beginning to dawn on him that he's hurt by her inability to accept his best efforts. He tries so hard, he sometimes forgets she's only eight years old. In order for their relationship to grow, Zoe's father will have to reach outside of himself. His response to the situation will have to be one bred by imagination. He'll need to think in Zoe's terms. Dad? Good morning. What's going on? I am burning French toast for us. Why? Don't you like French toast? Yeah, but... Ah, then that is why I am destroying breakfast. Here you go. It's it's nine o'clock. No one waked me up. Oh my gosh, no one woke you up? Where's the maid? I'm going to be late for school. Well, then I guess you're just not going to school. Probably for the next few days. You'll have to lay low. Are you okay? Never better. I was thinking maybe we'd do something instead of school. 
What were you thinking of? I was thinking we go on a little trip. This is the boarding call for Flight 9101 nonstop to Mexico City. All Zone 1 passengers are now boarding. It's early November. An incredible time to be in these sacred forests. It's actually good for the butterflies to be in the cold right now. They're ectothermic, which means their body temperature matches their surroundings. So the cold keeps them from flying around and burning lots of calories, which they need to save up to make the trip out again in March. That's why we have to be so quiet. We don't want to scare them. There. Look, Dad. Where? Everywhere. Look, they're all over the trees. To hear more original stories like this, go to thetruthpodcast.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is The Truth Fiction. Zoe Butterfly was written by Lewis Kornfeld and produced by me, Jonathan Mitchell. It was performed by Hannah Ardolino, Brian Morbido, Dominic Cuskern, Katie Hartman, Jenny Lee Mitchell, and Nicole Hill. The Truth is a proud member of Radiotopia from PRX or a network of independent, listener-supported, artist-owned podcasts. And you can learn more about all the Radiotopia shows at radiotopia.fm. We are taking a break for the month of August. We'll be back with an all-new story in September. Our associate producer is Nicole Hill. I'm Jonathan Mitchell, and you have been hearing... The Truth. Radio Tokyo.